Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Rich Lee from St. Bonaventure University, and welcome to the first of what should be um, a weekly series of podcasts for our new website, Tap Into Greater Olean. Uh, on today's show, we're going to have a couple of student reporters on talking about events they covered this week um, in, as part of the university's Martin Luther King Jr. Um, uh, celebration. Uh, with me are Vinnie Bellardini, Tristan Rusha, Ryan Haran, Leanne Bunny, and Amelia Kibbe. So thank you all for, you know, for being here. And this was our first week of the semester, and actually the first day of the semester was Martin Luther King Day. So we kind of got right to work covering a bunch of, of events. And, and Vinny, you covered one right at lunchtime, and that was um, a speaker uh, was Della Moore from the African-American Center for Cultural Development. And I'm sure you weren't familiar with the center or with Della, and, and she kind of has a pretty dynamic personality. Can you kind of you know, give the listeners a sense of, of what it's like to, to be uh, in a room with her for 45 minutes an hour as you were? Oh, oh absolutely. It was uh, an absolute pleasure being able to cover uh, Della's lunchtime talk. And uh, like you said, her dynamic personality is – it's something that I had trouble putting to words afterwards when I was when I was writing the story. Um, she Della grew up in uh, Philadelphia and uh, made her way into the Olean area, um, and now runs, as you said, the African American Center for Cultural Development. Uh, but that center does so much in this area that's that's so inclusive of uh, so many walks of life outside of just African American. Um, she is very passionate about her history, and she loves to teach people about her history, uh, but she does things like uh, this uh, Cafe a Freak, she calls it. Um, some Sundays at 3 p.m., sure, uh, at, right at the center, um, Della she says that she makes the best coffee in the world, and she invites anybody uh, to come down and just have a conversation with somebody they've never met before, and um, she talks about how successful things like that are. She's very impressed with uh, the types of people that, that come from around the area and, and come with open minds and share things with each other. Um, it's pretty cool to have that center right right in Olean. It's actually right next to the Olean Food Pantry on 8 Leo Moss Drive. And uh, Della talked about a, a very busy uh, um, Black History Month coming up in February, tons of events. So I know that uh, we'll probably be covering most of those here on our website uh, as they come closer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Vinny. Yeah. You certainly uh, did a good job of you know, capturing you know, her spirit. And I know you and I talked afterwards, and you were kind of intrigued at it. And you may go back and cover some of those events. But I wanted to switch over to Tristan. And we we had three folks at the um, at that luncheon, which was a bit unusual, but it was the first day. So Tristan was live tweeting. And um, as I looked at your tweets afterwards, Tristan, you did a good job. You know, Della was rattling through a, a list of events. I mean, were you you know kind of um, impressed by how many there were and you know, and how did you manage to so quickly get so many of them up into tweets? Uh, basically, the hardest thing was to try to keep them in order uh, because she would start off with one event, and by the time I was done writing the tweet, she would already be two events ahead of me. So luckily, she was passing out pamphlets, which I was able to get everything in order and be able to tweet everything. And also with Twitter only using 140 characters, it's a little bit difficult to come up with an actual tweet in such a little amount of time because, unfortunately, Della did ramble very quickly about all the events because she wanted to get everything in the time slot that she had available. So that was probably the most difficult part was just keeping them in order. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, you you did a good job. Like, like I said, I, I checked the you know looked at the tweets uh, afterwards, and um, you know you, you had quite a few of those events. But as Vinny said, we'll probably you know be highlighting them or at least listing them on our site. Um, Ryan, you were there as a photographer, and, and you got a very nice shot which we used with, with the story of Della displaying something. But you know, just from you know from a photographer's eye, you know, looking around the room, can you just kind of describe the sort of things you observed during the talk? Well, I guess I would have to say the same thing that Vinny said, that her personality was really dynamic and pretty fun to be around. So what I was trying to do was best visually represent that. I think her personality really showed in her in her facial expressions and her movements, and I wanted to try to really properly represent her through a photo. Okay, yeah, and I think your photo did, like a lot of times, you know, we'll go to an event and we'll see a picture, and it does document what's there, but um, I think, you know, the, the one that, you know, you sent us a couple, and the one that we, we picked, you know, was, was a good representation of, you know, the type of, you know, person, her personality, you know, captured that. So uh, so that was day one, um, actually, and then later on day one, um, the university showed the, the film Selma um, in the Walsh Amphitheater, um, and um, Leanne, you were there, and I know you spent a lot of time, you know, talking with the people there, and I'm just wondering, what sort of sense did you get? I mean, it's the first day back of the, uh, from the semester. People have a lot to do. Um, what, you know, prompted people to, you know, devote a couple of hours of their first evening, you know, of the semester to watching this film and then, you know, taking part in a discussion afterwards? Well, a few things. Um, first of all, I think that all the people there were really wanting to honor Martin Luther King Jr. and really find out more about his movement and the kinds of things he was doing, a great way to learn about him is through watching this movie because they really capture his personality and show a lot of the different ways that he struggled as a leader. Um, and you don't really get to see those when you just hear people talk about him. Um, secondly, a lot of the people seem interested in nonviolence as a way to solve social problems. And they kind of use that to relate it to today and today's racial issues um, and many people were trying to say that, you know, nonviolence is still the way to go. It's a difficult way to go, but he proved that it can be done. And they were really encouraging today's youth to watch the movie and to try and use those to solve not just racial problems, but a lot of the problems going on today. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's very encouraging to see a, a turnout like that. And you mentioned a number of the folks were interested in nonviolence. And one of our professors here, Dr. Barry Gann, is, you know, head of our Center for, for Nonviolence. And Amelia, and I know you spoke with Barry. Um, Barry did a separate program two days later. And he picked kind of, um, you know, you have to, you're assigned to give a talk or a lecture about Martin Luther King. There's tons of things you can talk about. And, and he picked kind of an unusual angle. Can, can you talk about that a bit, Amelia? Yeah. Um, as he was describing to me when I talked to him, he focused on the idea of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. being a reluctant leader, one who was more... I wouldn't say forced into the position, but, you know, people expected him to stand up and take, uh, you know, action, and he did. And I think what's interesting is when I talked to Dr. Gann, um, you know, his lecture that he planned was only between 20 and 30 minutes, and following that was a panel led by students and um, some other members from the Damietta Center here on campus. Um, you know, so it wasn't just telling history because, you know, starting in middle school and high school, you – Start, you know, you learn about Martin Luther King, and it's kind of like a one-way conversation, people telling you about what he did. But now that we're in college um, and getting ready to enter the world and, you know, become leaders ourselves, this gave students a chance to talk about how reluctant leadership came into their lives and how 
Um, you know, you have to stand up and take control if that's what, you know, you need to do. So I think his talk was not just historical, but it wasn't. It also impacted how, you know, students at St. Bonaventure will behave in the future. Okay. That's, I mean, it sounds like a great event, and actually each of these events, you know, sounded like they were great ones. The only one I was able to, to get to was Della Moore's talk, um, and I think the university put together a real solid schedule. But I wanted to wrap up, and uh, Amelia, I'll, I'll keep you on the line by just getting thoughts from everybody. You know, if you had to maybe add another event or, you know, you think there's a dimension maybe that was miss, missing, um, you know, what sort of thing do you think would, would make the, you know, the series of Martin Luther King Junior commemorative events even better. Um, I think adding something maybe spiritual. I know they've done it in the past. Have like a mass or you know a candlelight walk uh, around campus. Um, I think because you know faith and Franciscan heritage is something that's very important here at St. Bonaventure mm-hmm. University, and it was also something that was important to uh, Martin Luther King and his ideals. So I think combining those two would have been a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, very good suggestion. How about you, Leanne? Um, what would you, you know, add if you had a chance to add another event or activity? Well, in the movie, they used a lot of Martin Luther King Jr.'s original speeches, and they were delivered very powerfully. So for people that weren't able to go to that event, I personally would really love to see a lot of, you know, like posters and signs up kind of around campus with um, Martin Luther King Jr. quotes because he has so many ones that aren't just really well-known, but other ones as well. So I think seeing those throughout the week and everything would really encourage people to check out the other events going on. Yeah, I, I like, like that because you know, everyone obviously is familiar with the I Have a Dream speech, which was a great speech. But when you, know, you research Dr. King or see the movie, you realize what a powerful speaker he was and you know, not just that particular speech. So, um, you know, Ryan, uh, I mean, it's your turn now. So. Um. Well, because I took a photo for um, Martin Luther King Day, I would have really loved to have seen a visual history of the Civil Rights Movement and Martin Luther King Jr. I think it would have been nice to see history through pictures and get to see what it was like back then. Yeah, that that would be be great. Um, my wife Anne and I had a chance, um, I guess a year and a half ago, to uh, two years now, uh, we were in Memphis and we were you know, at the Civil Rights Museum, which is located right across the um, street from the hotel where, you know, he, he was killed, and it was very moving, you know, to be there, to, to realize, you know, to see the balcony where, you know, it's a tragic um, event, obviously, but but certainly a historical and very moving event. So, um, you know, Tristan, and I'll get to you next, and, and then Vinny, I'm hoping we didn't, your classmates didn't use up all your ideas, but, you know, Tristan, if you were going to add something, what would that be? Um, well, last semester, uh, St. Bonaventure students got together in support of Missouri University and the Black Lives Matter um, Act, and I would like to see kind of like a follow-up on that, because Martin Luther King Jr. was such a big activist in civil rights. I want to see what we're doing now in follow-up of last semester. Okay, yeah, very good, because a lot of times, you know, there are events, you know, everyone gets all excited about them, and then you know, the momentum kind of dies or people move on to the next cause or what it is. Okay. Um, Vinny, you started us off, so you'll have the last word today. So. Okay. Sure. Uh, well, I'll have to admit that uh, having had the uh, ability or the advantage of seeing Della, I'm going to come at this from a little bit of a, a bias and say that uh, we definitely should have given her a bigger stage to do her thing. I mean, uh, the event that we went to was called Super Monday, and it was uh, in, a, in the university club above the Hickey, which only sat about – 
I wouldn't have put it at uh, much more than a dozen people in, in the room. Um, and, and really, if, if there was some sort of plenary or uh, something at the RC or even in the Murphy Odd, uh, the way that Della bounced around the room and made anybody laugh, I mean, she could have entertained a crowd of toddlers, teenagers, uh, uh, middle-aged, it doesn't matter. She was The way that she bounced around and infected you with her personality, it really showed you uh, the 21st century representation that it doesn't matter what your skin color is or your sexual orientation or, or anything. It's what's inside of you that counts. And I think that every single person left the room that day thinking that same thing. Okay. Um, great thought to end with. And, and actually, uh, um, I did kind of notice that she and some of the Bonaventure people you know, were talking. I was a bit surprised that you know she was not familiar with the various Race Matters programs that have been going on here, and some of the folks in the room certainly were not familiar with her organization. So hopefully that changes because I think there's a lot that, you know, both, you know, her organization and the university and the students, faculty, staff can all benefit from. So um, anyway, I'd like to thank the five of you for, you know, for your coverage this week and for sharing um, some insights. So that was um, Vinnie Bellardini, Tristan Rusha, Ryan Haran, Leanne Bunny, and Amelia Kibbe. My name is Rich Lee. I'm a journalism professor at St. Bonaventure University. Thanks for listening. Please visit our new website, tapintegratoreolean.net, and we'll be back next Friday with another podcast.